Hello, and welcome to Ecology and Me, a citizen scientist podcast for curious humans. I'm Kate Douglas, curious human, and today we're talking about butterflies. Riddle me this. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? According to evolutionary biology, eggs by a long time, too. As Neil deGrasse Tyson puts it, the egg laid by a bird that was not a chicken. Whoa. Okay, so now that we have that settled, riddle me this. Which came first, the caterpillar or the butterfly? I know just the person to help us solve this one. I'm Anurag Agarwal. I'm a professor at Cornell University, and I'm based in the Ecology and Evolutionary Biology Department. I have a joint appointment in the Entomology Department. And, well, I study plants and bugs and local biodiversity and the interactions between species. So before we talk about the riddle, let's just talk about metamorphosis in general. The thing that makes metamorphosis, I think, so interesting and what it allows insects to do and probably why it was favored and why most of the insects that we have now have metamorphosis, all flies, all wasps, all beetles, and all lepidoptera, butterflies and moths. The reason they have metamorphosis is they have one life stage. It's like a feeding machine. It doesn't have wings. It's not trying to reproduce. It's not doing any of that. And then when they're done feeding, they go into their chrysalis or pupa and they come out as adult flying machines and mating machines. You know, I think a general scientific principle is that specialization often improves efficiency in some way of the organism. And so I think what metamorphosis does is it allows them to compartmentalize two very different kinds of life strategies into two very different body types, feeding machine and flying and mating machine. They say that multitasking is really not that efficient. Case in point. So what happens when a caterpillar is ready to make the big change? Basically, when the caterpillar is done feeding, it sheds its its whole stomach. And probably the reason it sheds its whole stomach is, you know, there's bacteria and other and fungi and other microbes in there. And among other things, you don't want your waste products and that microflora and fauna around when you're trying to transform. That's my guess. Apparently, caterpillar poop is called frass, which is a wonderful and totally delightful word that I plan to use as often as I can fit caterpillar poop into regular conversation. So next step for caterpillars, they shed their skin. And then what's revealed underneath, it's basically like the outline of the butterfly, but it's like all soft and gooey. Then it hardens. And if you cut open, you know, that it's like liquid goo. And the thing to sort of keep in mind is that it is both liquid goo, but a fully functional set of cells and genes that are like really expressing themselves to rearrange and make something new inside of that chrysalis. There's so much metabolic activity that when the butterfly comes out, one of the very first things it does, it unravels its proboscis, which is its tongue, and it spits out this like really nasty, typically like rusty colored thick liquid. And that is the the waste product, it's the poop um, being inside of the chrysalis. It's It's not like I've eaten something and it's the it's sort of what's left over, but it's that I've done this incredible thing, and there's all kinds of waste products of transforming my body from a caterpillar to a ball of goop to a butterfly, and the stuff I can't use, I've saved in a little ball that I'm gonna 
puke out. And ta-da! A butterfly born from a frassing machine, all ready to mate. So, how did metamorphosis come about? It's a great question. So, um, around 350 million years ago, there were what I'd call proto-insects, organisms that were the ancestor of all insects. Have you ever seen a silverfish? Do you know what uh, a silverfish is? My understanding is that the proto-insect, I'm going to say 400 million years ago, was something like a silverfish. Silverfish are nocturnal insects that are about half an inch to an inch long with an abdomen that tapers at the end. Thus, it's fish-like appearance. Fun fact, and at least for me, this was definitely a fun fact, Before silverfish reproduce, they carry out a ritual with three phases that may last over half an hour. Phase one, the male and female stand face-to-face touching antennas, then repeatedly back off and return. I mean, sounds like just basic flirting to me. Phase two, the male runs away and the female chases him. Okay, starting to really relate to this. And then phase three, male and female stand side by side and head to tail with the male vibrating his tail against the female. And the male lays a little sperm capsule, and the female takes it inside her body to fertilize her eggs. It's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year. Okay, let's get back to evolution. Just the way evolution works in general is you have an ancestor, and it branches off or gives rise to new branches on the tree of life. And so you have this silverfish-like insect ancestor that gives rise to things that become like grasshoppers, that's like what we call the orthoptera, and things that become like aphids and other true bugs. True bugs are an order of insect with over 80,000 species, including cicadas, bedbugs, and more. So for those first two branches off of the insect tree, they don't undergo metamorphosis. Then the next branch, and I can't remember if this is like 280 million years ago or whatever it was, The next branch invented metamorphosis, evolved by natural selection, this process where the juvenile is a grubby thing like a caterpillar or like a fly grub, but then it undergoes this quiescent phase in a pupa or chrysalis, that's what we call them, and then it comes out a flying insect on the other end of that. This nifty little metamorphosis trick was so successful that today, as many as 65% of All animal species are insects that undergo metamorphosis. So which came first, the caterpillar or the butterfly? It didn't evolve from uh, either a butterfly-like thing or a caterpillar-like thing, but it evolved from an insect-like thing that didn't have the transformation. It really just went stage to stage to stage and got to be like an adult. Quick recap. Caterpillars and butterflies are descended from proto-insects who have young that look like they're adults. But then, around 280 million years ago, some insects began to hatch from their eggs as worm-like critters, and metamorphosis began to catch like wildfire across the insect kingdom. Metamorphosis is so efficient because it separates resources for feeding and mating time. It's like all that self-help books keep telling me. You have to separate your feeding and your mating time. Thanks for listening in. If you want to support the podcast, visit my Patreon where you could submit questions for future episodes. Please send me your burning curiosities and we can learn the answer together. That's at patreon.com slash ecology and me. I'm Kate Douglas. Stay curious out there. 
This episode was recorded, mixed, and produced by me. Theme song is by the amazing Matthew Dean Marsh. Follow us on social at Ecology and Me.